What's up? Welcome in. You're listening to The Pity Party here on UMFM 101.5. I'm Brian, and I'm uh, glad to have you here. Um, This is just a little prelude. Uh, My buddy Zach, uh, of course, of Sawyer and Boys Club fame, uh, joined me uh, pre um, the European Championships for soccer uh, to talk about a variety of things, um, how our Premier League teams fared during the course of the season. Uh, Spoiler alert, not well. Um, Zach's fandom uh, for England, um, his his upcoming short story, um, his upcoming short story collection um, that will be uh, that's for charity, uh, the potential of Sawyer Three, and uh, yeah, the European Championship that's uh, that's coming up. We talk uh, about all those things. Um, it's a it's about an hour long interview, so I understand that uh, if you're normally used to music in this space, I I get why uh, you know you might want to tune out, but I. Uh, you know, if you if you enjoy listening to me and Zach, or uh, you know, enjoy listening to to me just ramble on, I, I recommend sticking around. It's a it's a fun conversation, and um, you know, Zach Zach lives in Edmonton, and uh, he's he's one of my closest friends, and uh, you know, it's it's this is the first really long conversation we've had since the pandemic, kind of really took its 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 real meaty hooks in us. Um, you know, we had that the Premier League preview, but you know, we had kind of bounced around, and it hadn't been like full lockdown pandemic. We're whatever eight months later, and so it was really nice to just get to catch up, catch up with him again. Um, man, I miss talking to him, and and and, it, and I think it kind of shows in this conversation. Uh, so I hope you enjoy it. Stick around. Um, I'm gonna play some some music in between. So uh, yeah, and then I'll I'll see you guys back here in I don't know. I guess about an hour. You're listening to the Pity Party UMFM 101.5.
Welcome back to the pity party here on UMFM 101.5. Uh, and I am uh, happy, stoked, ecstatic to welcome my very close friend. And at this point, pretty much co-host, Zach Houston. <laughs> always a pleasure to be back. It always feels like it's been too long. It always feels like it's been too long. Um, and uh, we're, we're, you know, normally we do one footy show a year, but this year is different. This year has the Euro. So we're excited at being obviously huge footy fans. We're excited about that. So we're going to, we're going to chat shit about the, about the Euro for, for, I don't know, uh, uh, a decent chunk of time. I hope <laughs> I can go all night. Well, I don't, I don't have all night, but we're, we're, <laughs> we're going to, we're going to do the best we can. Uh, before we get into that, our, um, we fans listen to us at least a little bit for our, 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 Premier League talk when we do this, I hope. Um, the response is usually pretty good. So both of our teams had a little bit of turmoil this season. We should probably talk about that. <laughs> just, a, just a tad, just a bit of an emotional roller coaster. You dealt with the soccer cancer that is Jose Mourinho. <laughs> I, just to sum up the year that I had, we bought the right back and somehow Serge Aurier still played. Uh, Jose Mourinho sucked the life out of anyone affiliated with the club. Um, our fearless leader almost helped a bunch of other billionaires ruin football. Um, our, my, my savior, the only thing worth watching the last two years is trying to leave us. But uh, Gareth Bale's good again. And that was cool. <laughs> I don't think Gareth Bale ever stopped being good. I think those at Madrid just wouldn't let him be good. Or right, I should preface, Gareth Bale was allowed to play football, and he's super good at it. He's super good at it. He's really good at it, which is exciting because he's going to mow down that, that that group that he's in, in, in for the Euros. Oh, yeah. Um, we'll get to that just, in a little bit. So it just you looked guys... like he had so much fun, and that was so nice to see because it's been a rough couple of years for him. And the and the and the plugs, the transplant has worked phenomenally. That flow's looking great these days. Yeah, his hair looks fantastic. So I don't understand why he still got the man bun. 
Like the, the entire that... purpose of the bun was to hide the bald spot. And now that there's no bald spot, he doesn't need to have that rat knacker man bun. I mean, like looking at it, he looked just deranged as a young man with Spurs, though, with the short hair. Like he's got this that that really steely blue look in his eyes where he just looks like just a, a real wild card. And this makes him just tones him down a little bit. He's a, so he's he a European like a, international uh, superstar. Now. He should do a Luka Modric then and just rock the headband. A Fernando Torres. Right. Something like that. I know, I know. But maybe, I don't know, maybe he's one of those guys who's like trademarked his silhouette. <laughs> oh god yeah maybe although that maybe doesn't really bit. for a guy who cares seemingly cares more about golf than he does footy it wouldn't doesn't seem right but do you think it, carlo it brings him back i i all i've read about it is that the insistence on leaving spurs was pretty much 100 percent tied to jose uh, his his agent said, uh, his agent said Julius Caesar was a was a great military leader, but would struggle with today's armies. And I think that's a very apt description of Jose. Like it just it it doesn't make it it doesn't make any sense anymore. It doesn't work. I mean, I know center backs wasn't our strong point, but it wasn't our glaring weakness under Poch. And he's just, he's ruined Juan Foyth. He's ruined <laughs> Davis and Sanchez. He's ruined uh, Eric Dyer. Uh, Toby is just a shell of what he once was with still a bit of miles on the tank. So I think, I think with Jose gone, I think bring Bale back is you Just got to let the horses possible. run free. Just got to yeah, let the horses I, run free. I think if, K, uh, if Kane goes, Levy does everything he can to bring Bale back just to, keep him from uh, keep his his uh palatial estate from being stormed by by angry spurs fans an angry lot to be sure uh certainly me- meanwhile in in the midlands uh my team decided to uh play awful get injured play even worse and sack <laughs> the only good manager we've ever had <laughs> so everything's fine and then and then hired a Portuguese manager with a year and a half of top level experience. Yeah. So we're, I we're mean, fine. we're fine. Everything's fine. No, this is fine. Oh, uh, by the way, did I mention that Thomas Tuchel and Chelsea are coming for the only good player on our team? Uh, and, and Traore is worth certainly as much this summer as he was last summer. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's got to he, especially if he comes out there and ha- has a stormer for Spain. Because he's on, that's huge. Yeah, he's in the squad, right? So if he goes out there and makes that Spain team look good, then like there's no way you can sell him for anything less than 60, 70. I would take I, 60 I, or 70 for him. I mean, we're we're not a top level team, right? We're a mid level, we're a mid table team. That is what wolves are. We are mid table. So, like when somebody comes with an 80 million bid for anybody, you kind of have to say, okay, and then you know, reinvest the money. Not on seventeen-year-old Portuguese boys who have never, <laughs> never played a minute in the Premier League. Yeah, I mean, but at least you make you make your uh, sixty million go a lot farther than uh, middle table rivals Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yes. Uh, and also middle table rival Spurs. So it's fine. I mean, hey, Europa Conference League, we are a European club still. Forget about it. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy, enjoy spending your time playing games in North Macedonia and Luxembourg. You know, it's it's our penance build, building the game worldwide, right? Yeah, I mean, I I think they should have put all of the the Super League teams in the in the conference just as as penance for the the nonsense that that was. Well, the world of football has it's 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 it really follows through with its penalties. Uh, City really really paid for their financial fair play skirting. Uh, those years ago, Chelsea's transfer ban wasn't circumvented at all. Like the, the UEFA, the, the Football Association, they're all really harsh, right? They, they, they stick to their word. The absolute harshest. It's unbelievable. <laughs> like, I couldn't imagine a harsher possible government. I guess I should preference because this is a, an audio uh, an audio format and I'm notoriously deadpan. That was all sarcasm and I think that people that, that listen to us as often as they do probably know, I hope that they know that you're just like 90% sarcasm. Okay, good. Just, just double check. Just making sure, uh, you know, if, if you, if you're, if you have to explain your image, that means it's, it's uh, really genuine and authentic. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. hundred um, <laughs> percent. So uh, we should, we should talk about the Euro, which they're calling Euro 2020, by the way, which is ridiculous, but so confusing. Um, they're calling it Euro 2020, just like they're still calling the Olympics, Tokyo 2020, but whatever, you know, I'll, people do what people do. Follow your heart, live your truth. Um, how do you want to tackle this? Do you want to tackle it group by group or do we, do we want to dedicate the top to England and then kind of talk about different stuff that interests us uh, after that. Uh, I, I, I say we, uh, we hit England off the top cause I'm, I'm, I'm feeling juiced up about it. Okay. Uh, we'll start with England then they're in group D with uh, Croatia. So revenge matches on mm-hmm. Scotland. So revenge, revenge matches on <laughs> yeah. Scotland forever. Freedom, baby. William Wallace, the whole nine yards, um, and uh, the Czech Republic. So racism. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, the England last seen in the Euros losing to my home country, Iceland. <laughs> Bless your souls. Unfortunately, we didn't make it this time, but England did, and they've got a banger of a squad. So, you know, it was. Uh some tense moments a couple of a couple of guys that really liked not making the squad um love the resurgence of jesse lingard um but i get it um i just part of me wanted a james ward prowse spot exclusively to take uh set pieces so that's one of the things i don't understand is i don't know how how you can justify taking four right backs and not taking the best free kick taker in the on the planet. Well, you justify that by, um, I mean, is, can you really, can you really pigeonhole Kieran Trippier? It's just a right back. Like what can that guy not do? Oh, well, uh, fair. <laughs> yeah, all kidding aside. I he's, am just, he, he's he was the one I was right. Most, I think he, I think he might, when they, if they play the, uh, the, um, the three, two, three, one or whatever they're planning. No, I think I think Southgate's planning four three three. 
for, so I've, I've, for weaker I've, teams. And then he's planning three at the back for, for stronger teams. But like, yeah. So what are they just, I guess they played against Croatia. They're certainly not playing it against Scotland or Czech Republic though. There's no way. Right. You know, he's, it's, it's been, it's been tough to keep track and I've, I've struggled to pick my, my optimum lineup because he's, he had such a, such a vision in the world cup that he stuck to and it, it came damn near close to working. And then he's, he's had a bit of some, he's had some soul searching since then. And I think a, a huge dip in form from some regulars and then random returns to form from some exiled guys. And then they, the youth stepping up has made this team difficult to predict, but we know at least those are his two options and he's not going to deviate from those two. Um, yeah. Certainly four at the back. You see trip here. I think. Yeah, I mean, uh, he had a he had a screamer for Atletico this past season. He's been immense, like really, really tremendous for for Atletico. Um, and I just don't I don't see how you can start anybody else over him, especially considering the form. Even in um, even you know three in the back, four in the back, you just can't. Like you have you have Trent there, I think deservedly so, mm-hmm. to to bring in, um, you know, otherwise right. To bring in when you need like a truly like offensive exactly. outburst. I get it. That's great. Smart move. Kyle Walker, you have to play on the right side of a three at the back for that. So why do yep. you need Reese James? That's the one I don't get. That's that, that he was the one that I was the most confused about because he does. He's probably the most well-rounded out of the four of those. Correct. But, yeah, no doubt. But he doesn't like, it's a pretty, deep lineup that has room for specialty guys <laughs> you don't really need uh, a, a master to none player i mean yeah he, he was my cut but i mean chelsea's an english ass club who gets <laughs> who gets some players sneaking on there i mean we well, he's had, the only one that i'm really upset with right like chillwell's yeah. Shewell and 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 Shaw, you can make a, an argument for either one being the starting left back. They both they both been really good. Certainly. So I I get it, but Reese James is the one I don't understand. Um, other uh, other defenders that that uh, that made the team. My boy Connor Cody wore the armband today. That's right. We we both had some of our fringe boys uh, in, in the middle make it back there because I'm a, I'm a Big fan of Magnet Head Mingzy. Magnet Head Mingzy. Um, now, so people have been talking about how you can't play Connor Cody in a two for basically three straight years. I disagree. I think he's fine, but you have to have somebody pacier on the other side of him to make up like his you his passing helps break down defenses. It's immense. Yeah. You just can't leave him out there with somebody as slow as him. So you know, well, and, and Mings Slabhead works. is certainly. <laughs> but I mean, that's the not too fleet of foot. But that's that's the that's the sub, right? Cody's in there while Slabhead Magu- Harry mm-hmm. Maguire is not playing. Yeah. So then you pair you pair Cody with with the the fleeter of foots of either Mings or John Stones, and I think that works. Yeah, I I agree. I like it. I'm I'm, you know, this time 
last year or the year before. I, I'm not going to say this time last year. I've lost completely track of the concept <laughs> of time since since the pandemic. But when when Stonesy had his complete drop in form, when Michael Keane was completely unplayable, Maguire was struggling in his first season with with United. Mingsy was just kind of breaking on to the to the senior circuit with. Um, Senior circuit. Sorry, watch baseball. But the senior <laughs> team with um, uh, with England. It just, it seemed that we had such a glaring hole up the middle. Yeah, and it's it's turned into something that I'm much more comfortable with. Like Harry Harry Maguire looked like World Cup Lester Harry Maguire this past season. Um, and John Stones. I mean, I'm I'm a huge stoner if you will <laughs> it's great to have great to have him back in form because he was phenomenal this year and a fantasy uh, an fpl dream yeah he was really terrific um and it, it was the kind of it was the, the the prince that was promised right like he got he got bought by city for an enormous amount of money was yeah. so so was so so in uh in in the in the world cup i mean it wasn't him that was carrying that that back three it was, you know, Slabhead and Kyle Walker, um, but and, and and was bombed out of the squad for basically two straight seasons by Pep. And finally, you know, with yeah. the, with the injuries to uh, Emmerich Laporte and Nathan Aki, they finally bring him in. He fits in alongside Ruben Diaz, and it's just he's a monster. He was really, really tremendous this year. Um, I want to talk about the the surprise, some of the surprising choices in midfield. Um, I mean, not necessarily overly surprising, but like uh, the way that, that that England have it listed, they don't have Phil Foden or Jack Grealish listed as midfielders, even though I kind of feel that they are. Yeah, yeah, right. But um, other players in, in, in here: uh, Jordan Henderson, Mason Mount, who I think deserves to be in the squad, absolutely. Calvin Phillips mm-hmm. from Leeds, who is an, a, a really tremendous holding midfielder, and mm-hmm. is is a you know he's there to be the Jordan Henderson replacement. Uh, Declan Rice, who can also play in that uh, that uh, that uh, that pivot six role, and uh, the child Jude Bellingham. I'm yeah excited I've, to see Jude. This kid is apparently I've, awesome. I've seen so little of him. Um, just just clips from like San Marino match or something like that. Um, I've heard the hype. His jersey's retired by Birmingham, which is <laughs> interesting move for such a young lad. But um. Yeah, I mean Lingard was tough. James Ward Prowse was tough. I I just didn't see much of Calvin Phillips this year, and uh, he was, he battled injuries a lot. It seemed like every time I was tuning into Leeds, he was subbed or or something. But I've I've heard great things, so I'm I'm I don't have too much of an issue there. Mason Mount, yeah, whatever. Chelsea, fine, cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, I I was on the fence about Declan Rice last year. Uh, I, I'm a believer fully now. He's um, really good. It's very very good. Really commanding back there. Um, I just haven't seen Hendo play football in forever. So uh, yeah, I mean, I if if they are going to play four three three. Um, at least against the smaller teams, right? Like the the word is, or at least the way that that they look is that they play two, basically they play a double pivot, two sixes, yeah. in behind kind of a more attacking guy. So that would suggest 
that yeah, based on the midfielders that they brought, that they believe that Foden and Grealish and Mount are their attacking midfielders mm-hmm. and that Bellingham, Henderson, Phillips, and Rice are their, are their holders, right? The, 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 the deep line playmakers kind of guys. And I think that those guys all work fine. They all have high work rates. They all have incredible vision. Um, they all can break down with, with, you know, very meticulous passing. So that's, promising i think that's really good um i think i think they've got a good midfield i do i like it it'll be another a wild card who they've listed as a forward who i think is even more middle to to back of the back of formation is saka what what they're going to do with him is interesting because well he's um He's a he's a right sided player, right? He plays right wing for Arsenal. I don't really. I try not to watch. Plays a lot left of a lot. So they England have all these left left wingers. Then, like, what the heck, right? Raheem More Sterling left, yeah. is is best cutting in off his left. Um, Marcus Rashford is better cutting in off his left. Jack Grealish is a is a left winger. Foden, I guess, is a left winger or an attacker, right? Like both him and Grealish fill the same spaces. So you have one. And if Sack is left, then who's playing right? It's Jaden Sancho, right? What happens if he goes down? So I guess okay, no, I I I I watched right winger. Yeah, I watched him more as a left mid or a left winger, but he he played Saka played forty two percent of the of the season on right wing, eighteen on left mid, eighteen left wing. So he's. He's there to fill in that spot if he's there as a as a backup, right? Or like quick legs at the end if Sancho is kind of tiring. I think so. That's gotta be. That's gotta be it. It's it's the that's the most. That's the the most bizarre part of the formation. I I like most of the selections. The the back three or back four is pretty pretty stout. clear because both, both Shaw both Shaw and Chilwell can play further up where they can play more as as right backs. I like the the the, the, the two pivots there, um, but you've got a lot of a lot of very offensive players playing in a lot of weird spots. I think you got. I think you got. You you can't you can't be saying. Sterling or Graylish or Foden or Sancho or Mount too many times. Like there's gotta be a way you can get, can make it work with multiple of them. So I think that's going to be the biggest challenge. Like just figure out who your guns are. I think that's what gives um, Sancho Rashford and Sterling such a leg up as well as Trippier. It's like the one position that is (laughs) completely undisputed is the the striker and so i uh, he's you're not changing the formation to make to bring him out of it or make him less impactful you're working you're finding who works with him yeah i mean no, he's exactly. added, he, yeah he's, he's added a nice new dim- dimension with his distributing game lately so you do need finishers with him it can't just be playmakers yeah no i i mean you built this squad to get the best out of harry kane this yeah. team lives and dies with whether or not Harry Kane can 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 be healthy and play soccer like Harry Kane, and I think the team is built to do that. Um, you know, he he's an incredible distributor. He's great in the air. He's great with his feet. Like he's probably the second best striker in the game right now. 
So yeah, I, I don't know where Urente is, but uh, I still oh yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> the the blasphemy on Robert Lewandowski's <laughs> name in here right now. And I guess I've dissed him so much because my mother's Polish, and so I <laughs> I, I, I should support him harder. But uh, to, to that comment, I think uh, not just the England team, but my mental health has lived and died with the health of. Uh, Harry Kane in the last three I know. years. Or I so. trust me, dude. Uh, all those 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 weekend texts. I know. Yeah. Or there's the infamous me going off the grid for seventy two hours after he pulled his hamstring on New Year's twenty nineteen. Just incredible. I I can I can tell what kind of mood you're in about whether or not you're laughing it off or whether or not you're like in deep deep distress better based on whether or not you're actually responding to me because there'll be times where it'll be like a week and you'll be like oh, I'm sorry man just this cane injury's getting to me. <laughs> Which is always 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 entertaining. Um so uh taking a look at their group um they have Knock on wood, kind of a cakewalk. Yeah, that Croatia team looks old, doesn't it? Really old. I mean, they're not this they're running back a lot of the same guys that they that they went deep with to the, they went to the finals with in yeah. uh, in in 2018. That was 3 years ago. Modric, Mandzukic, Rakitic, Perisic, yeah. all old. So like you know, and the Czech Republic aren't anything special. Um, the Czech Republic are not anything special. And Scotland is a wild card. They might be up for the game, but... Those, those, those UK rivalries, I never... They're never a cakewalk to me. It doesn't, doesn't matter. doesn't matter the scenario. I know the, the players, the fans, everyone really gets up for those games. So I'm, I'm, I'm very cautious about cautious about the Scotland game and Croatia. Like, I mean, not to, not to diss the leagues outside of the, the top five, but outside of the aging names we just mentioned, there are a lot of, a lot of local boys on this, on this roster. Yeah. A lot, lot of Zagreb players. Although I, <laughs> I shouldn't diss Zagreb. They, uh, they um, compounded Spurs pain quite a bit this year. Yeah, they're um, they're really the uh, Zagreb is is Zagreb. You know, I don't I don't mm. expect them to put up that much of a fight here. Um, they'll mm. be they'll be fine. Um, so, do we say what two wins and a draw for England? Yeah, I think that's safe. I think that's. I, I I've got I've got more faith in this team than I do um, to the 2018 club. I know there's a lot of who are we, and, and Southgate has been. If if there's one thing I can give him credit for, it's he's made it pretty clear who's in the side for the last couple of years. He's he has allowed competition for the jobs, but he's definitely there's been a lot of work with a very similar group. Right. And there's a lot of familiarity here and there's an identity and there's, there's definitely some chemistry like Declan Rice fits in. Kieran Trippier is not the quickest or best crossing or best defending right back, but he sure as hell has chemistry with Sterling and, and Kane. And 
yeah, I'm, I'm feeling cautiously optimistic about the group stages. But, um, yeah, I think two and a draw is uh, is safe. And I just before we leave England, I just want to pour one out for uh, Danny Rose, my boy. First made a tournament without him on the club in a while. And <laughs> his fall from grace broke my heart. He uh, never really threatened me in in twenty uh, in twenty sixteen when Iceland was playing against them. So yep, pour one out for Danny Rose, Sol- stalwart, solid player. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it was one of the best days of my life. I just have to keep uh, living it over and over. Yeah, I feel you. It's fair, man. It's fair. Um, yeah. Right, so to Group A. Yeah, let's go to Group A. So in Group A, Turkey. Italy, Wales, Switzerland. Italy is the the tower, the the, the powerhouse of this group. Uh, yeah. They have come on quite strong. They're playing a really really awesome um, defensive game. They're they're a strong team. They're scary. Um, you know, players like Benucci, Donnarumma, like this team would not have been this good a year ago. This break has really helped them out. And uh, you know as as much as we want to say that that the rest of those teams in that group are competitive and it should be a fun group to watch, Italy should walk away with this. Yeah, I think so. I mean, Wales with a with a goaltending performance and and um, Gareth Bale putting the team on his back is is just the like I, I Switzerland. Doesn't doesn't move the needle for me at all. Turkey, tur- Turkey's always got players that I don't realize are Turkish, and um, I, I don't know. Turkey, Turkey can always surprise me with the strength of their club and their leagues, decent league. Um, so I don't might just assassinate the rest of the. Um, <laughs> The rest of the rest. Of the he looks like, like Lord Farquaad. I know, but like he he had been hurt for so long, and then I watched quite a bit of Leicester to finish the season because he's good. They he's were really they were good. in. He is a hard ass dude. Like he is, he is such a physical guy. He comes into every tackle like it's the last last play of the World Cup. He is. <laughs> the There's going to be a lot of defensive football in that group. There's going to be a lot of defensive oh, yeah. football in that group. Turkey parks the bus. Italy is going to play, you know, two low blocks. Wales might attack a little bit. We'll see. And Switzerland, I don't know. I guess we'll see with them. But there's a chance that they could attack a little bit. But I wouldn't count on it. It'll it'll be fun football to watch. I think it'll be a lot of counterattacks. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it, goals are going to be hard to come by. It's going to be good. Good, good football. The goals are going to be hard to come by. Who you, uh, who you, who you picking to come out of that group? Um, it's as hard as it is to to cheer against Dan James, just sprinting as fast as he can and never touching the ball. Uh, I think it's probably <laughs> Italy. Uh, yeah. Do two teams? Uh, it's only one team per group, right? Uh, so it's then, one, and then one kind of extra team. That's what I was wondering because I, I or two extra teams. I know right? they, they. I know they. they mess with the format a bit well there's there's six groups so i think it's the first team from each group and then there's two extra teams i i'm pretty sure that Uh, sounds right let me just double check that here uh qualify uh euro 2020 i'm gonna cut this out probably uh (laughs) as we both just desperately search the format 
<laughs> probably should have checked that out ahead of time. As, as we were talking about it, I was kind of like, Wait, shit, how does it work? They keep changing it, so I never know. Mm-hmm. Um No, it looks like it looks like uh it looks like two teams from each group qualify with a chance for a third one. Two okay, because I was like, that doesn't seem like it that many. Well, it would have been eight, but now it's uh, 12 with with four extra teams. So 16 total. That 16 makes round sense. of 16. That makes sense, yeah. So I think I think Italy and Wales could could make their way out. Like Italy and Wales are probably making this way their way out of this, but I'm not ruling out Turkey. Switzerland definitely not making it. Um, Turkey just because there's a lot of a lot of unknowns there and and yeah, tur- Turkey making it for me is just kind of being surprised by Turkey before. But yeah, looking yeah. at the club, looking at or looking at the players, I, I think like there's some good players on Wales. You've got you got Aaron Ramsey. You got you got Gareth Bale. I mean Dan James. It's as an much older as we squad. Laugh, it's an older squad. Player. I mean, this is probably their last real kick at the can to do anything fun, right? Like they brought back all yeah. the guys from 2016 that went to the the semifinals, so ben they could babies. they could make some noise. <laughs> they could make some noise. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing the roadman get some football because he starts for them too these days. So yeah, he does. Yeah, and uh, him him uh, Gareth Bale and, and Ben Davies bully that kid mercilessly. You think? <laughs> well, like any. Any like any Spurs YouTube behind the scenes or which teammate does this? Any of the insulting ones, they're always like, "Oh, it's Roadman. That's Roadman. That's Roadman." Oh like, man, they, that's they just, just rip on him. Yeah, well, he's oh. been with the, the the big team since they're the the senior squad since he was quite young, I believe. So yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, uh, moving into the next group, Group B: Denmark, Finland, Belgium, Russia. This one's pretty clear cut right belgium even without de bruyne should walk this group and denmark should finish in second agreed so he's definitely out well i don't know for sure but if he is playing he's playing with a mask and that doesn't exactly like his orbital bone is broken that doesn't seem like you know not not that ufc is the same but it takes those guys like 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 six to eight weeks to come back from that right so like yeah that's that's like a two months. That's like two or three months. Like you're not. I, I've been I've been looking to see if he's been officially ruled out. And I haven't seen it yet, but I'm assuming it's going to happen, which is heartbreaking. Because speaking of last kicks at the can. Um, oh, this is it for Belgium. This is it yeah. for Belgium. And it's like that's kind of sad. Not kind of sad. That's super sad. Random random team with this unbelievable golden generation. Tiny population, never a football power, but just so many good players. It'll cause an echo boom though, right? It always does. Whenever a team gets yeah. this good, it causes an echo because there's a bunch of kids that watch that World Cup and go, hey, we want to be like those guys. So it'll cause an echo. Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll see another good Belgium team in 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> They'll miss De Bruyne, obviously. That goes a little question. Um, they'll miss uh, athletic Eden Hazard. Uh, yeah, but I mean, they still got like peak Romelu Lukaku right now, who is the definition Everton vibes these days. Yeah, he's a monster, and he's the definition of a flat track bully. He is gonna, he's gonna murder these these small teams. He's gonna score like six on Russia. 
Yeah, and they've got uh, what's his name? I can never pronounce his name. Castang. Castagne. Uh, Castagne from Leicester. He he was on my my old man's fantasy team quite a bit. What a shout, uh, Iron Mike. <laughs> <laughs> And I mean, Benteke has been phenomenal this past year. Uh, yeah, that's that's Trossard's been been playing well. That's not a bad club or not a bad team. And uh, always, oh, I'm, they'll be the team that I watch the most outside of England. Just that I've missed, I've missed the and the man so much. <laughs> Yeah, they've got some fun players. I like watching Romelu Lukaku play. Thomas Munier is uh, is fun to watch. Um, uh, plus, Oregon they've got Hazard's fun as fun yep. as well too. Plus, wow. the, I want to see how many minutes. I, I want to see a good performance from Leander Dendonker. Dendonks, so I forgot. So we can sell him for a, right. for a big pile of money. Get him off my squad. <laughs> I want him gone. So please play well in the Euros, so I can sell you. He was awful this year, man. Ugh. Yeah. So it's Belgium and Denmark, we think. Christian Eriksen, yeah, one last the, ride. The corpse of, of Christian Eriksen. He was good at, at Inter the last, I don't know, 15 or so games. He's decent. Yeah, I just, I, I, too many. Too Scudetto many champion. Scudetto um, winner, Christian Eriksen, dude. And uh, uh, Pierre, Pierre Emile Hoybier of all non. English players looks the most lad. Like, he he's, really he's a lad. Yeah, he looks like, but he's so soft. Him or Shakiri? It's the Tim or Zared and Shakiri. I think I think uh, Hoybier takes it just by the stupid haircut. Also, fair. <laughs> like it's like yeah, Trippier left a spot opened up with the barber. <laughs> 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 um any any chance that uh, that Putin manages to bribe some people and get get Russia through? I'm glad you made that joke first. Um I can't see it. That's a garbage squad. And who like whatever. Yeah. There's there's a non <laughs> there's a non-zero chance that there has been some Michael's secret stuff in the water for 6 months though. Yeah. Yeah, there's a non-zero chance there's some shenanigans. And uh, hey, you never know if, if we get uh, first half of a Premier League season, Timo Puki. Who knows what the fans going to compliment? Norwich, Norwich coming up again. They're coming up, baby. Yeah, just shaking hands with uh, Fulham every season for the foreseeable <laughs> future. I really hope they're just as bad because Wolves need some bad teams under them if they're going to stay up this year. <laughs> Oh, I, and I didn't realize the Finns have uh, Minnesota United legend Robin Wad. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, I can't wait to go back to a Minnesota United game. Those are fun, especially with the new kits. stadium. Great kits. Great kits, great energy. I I love Minnesota United. They're fun. fun. Nice Canadian goalie, too. Nice yeah, Canadian yeah, Dane, Dane St. Clair. Damn right, yeah, great <laughs> Big shout-out. Yeah. Um, all right, moving on to Group C. This uh, a little bit of spicier of a group, but not super spicy. Uh, we got the Dutch. Uh, we got Ukraine, Austria, North Macedonia. Good for them. Are they the Are they the Iceland of this year's uh, tournament? They're not as good as as we were. <laughs> no, but uh, I think there's bigger too, right? Let me just double check. North Macedonia. They have two point seven two point oh seven million people. So like that's like six times the amount of people of Iceland. But you know, good for them. Remix on the original. <laughs> I'm not bitter. <laughs> um, I I have no hope for them. Um. They're fine. They're fine. But 
like both Ukraine and Austria have real players. Yeah, I st- obviously I still like the Dutch even without um, even without Virgil and with a confusing decision to cut um, world class Stevie Bergwijn. Uh, I don't really know that that's confusing. You watched him play this year. <laughs> I know you watched him play this year because I got a couple texts about his play this year from you. (laughs) I miss early days, Bergeron. It was so fun. He's fast. Yeah, he was fun. Um, There's there's some fun players on... uh, on uh, on the Ukraine, but not really like a lot. It's a lot of dudes from Shakhtar Donsk. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot, of, lot of Kiev players as well. But they do have they do have Alexander Zinchenko. They have the best rapper in the tournament. Yeah, who's that? Have you not seen Zinchenko's rap videos? No. Oh come on! I haven't. I have to check that out. Oh, but you uh, must. He's like. He's like full big jackets, rapping by by train tracks. What a laugh! It is, yeah. I watched uh, Tubes interviewing uh, De Bruyne, and they were making fun of it. That's amazing. <laughs> That's incredible. But they do. They uh, this this Ukraine team does have some players, right? Malinowski, um, Yarmolenko, Zinchenko, all decent decent players, right? So like, I and Kiev is a decent club. Like they they yeah. had they had an all right European run. So I just can't like I'm not sure who's going to I'm not sure who's going to uh who's out of those two teams who's gonna end up qualifying with um who's who's gonna end up qualifying with the Dutch, but uh, I do think that one of the uh, both Ukraine and Austria are are interesting, interesting players, right? Um mm-hmm. or teams, whatever you want to call it. Like Austria has David Alaba, right? Mm-hmm. They've got um They've got a couple players from Leviskus and uh, they've got Conrad Lamer. Um, you know, they've got Arnautovic up top. Assassin, Marco. Uh, Christopher Trammell on Union Ber- Berlin, which has probably been the most fun, um, the most fun team in uh, in the Bundesliga this past year. They've got Martin Hinterreger. I've been banging on for Wolves to get him forever, playing for, for Frankfurt. I don't know if you've ever watched him play. He's this immense center defender that's like, he's like the, the Austrian version of Virgil. He's okay. fast, except he's like merciless. You know how yeah. Virgil has like a soft touch with the tackles. Hinterreger is has no qualms with just cutting people down with tackles and shrugging off yellow cards. So he's he's, he's his face is just a permanent shrug. Like he looks like one of those guys who can can't be faced by. He's an assassin. Splitting the shin open. He's an assassin, and um, yeah, he he's like. Like they've got a song for him called like Hinty's Army that they sing, and like one of the <laughs> verses is like he cuts down players like redwood trees, and it's like yes, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> so I'm that. I'm actually gonna pick Austria. I'm gonna pick that the Dutch and Austria to make it out of that group. I d- I'm I'm not too familiar with this lineup at all, but it just a lot of Bundesliga players. A lot of Bundesliga, which has been decent decently these days i really uh, wish we got to watch more of it like i would watch in a heartbeat i would in a heartbeat i would swap all the Serie A games for for bundesliga yeah. games on DAZN in a heartbeat well i tried because they're on sportsnet and i tried because they were the first uh first of the big five to open up yeah but they didn't pump stadium sound and it was 
so difficult. Weird, right? Yeah. And they would only they would only play um, or they would only show Bayern or Barissa just yeah, slaughtering boring. teams. So it's pretty pretty boring. <laughs> just I watched my foray into Bundesliga fandom was very short lived. They're fun. It's a fun league. Definitely worth watching. You should give it another chance. Well, I love I love the Bayern games and and Champions League. Yeah, they're a blast to watch. Dortmund's really fun too. Club. They with uh, with soon to be hopefully Man City player Erling Braut Howland. Yeah, any like just any team that's looking to buy Harry Kane, if they could buy Holland instead. Yeah, that would make things better for him. He's young. He's healthy. He's got all the time in the world. Harry Kane. He's old. His ankles are held together with staples. He's who'd want him, right? I would. <laughs> you don't. If you don't want him anymore, ship him over yeah, to. I want him so bad. I'd sell literally every player. Other he can be. He can people. become Haroldo Cantinho. Oh my goodness. Um, okay, so who are you taking out of that group? You, you, Netherlands, obviously. Which one are Ukraine and Austria? Um, you know, I'm going to go Ukraine just just so we can have some uh, some disparity here. Uh, we already talked about Group D. Group E: Spain, Sweden, Poland, Slovakia. Um, this is a this is a really interesting group. That's that's a fun group. Yeah, it's really fun. Um, I don't trust Spain. Do you trust Spain? I honestly, I don't. I'm so unfamiliar with this Spanish team. What did you what do you think about uh Iron McLaporte saying screw you to France? I'm taking my Bizarre. ball to Spain. Bizarre. But my favorite my my favorite moment of his from the last year is when uh City fans kept tweeting him calling him Eric Laporte. <laughs> and, he, and he kept saying, Why do you keep calling me Eric? That's not my name. And then they, a bunch of them replied, Oh, we thought that was just you pronouncing your name. In French, I am Eric Laporte. <laughs> and he thought it was funny enough that he changed his uh, Twitter handle for a couple today, couple days just to Eric Laporte. That's incredible. <laughs> City fans, man. Good Lord. Yeah. Um, there's, I mean, there's some they players. Looked, they looked, uh, Ferran Torres went healthy quite good, although they don't use him, but they have. Pep has everyone, so why use anyone? Rodri's good. A Spain attack with Thiago bombing balls from from the midfield to Ferran Torres and Adama Traore has the potential to be really scary with Danny Olmo as a trailer. But, like, do you trust Alvaro Morata to score goals? Because I don't. And I really Mm -hmm. don't trust David De Gea to keep him out on the other end. No. Especially if they manage to squeak their way into a into a into a penalty kick situation. Oh God, of course not. Um, do you do you think that they have the 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 cojones to play Unai Simeon, who's the better goalkeeper over David De Gea? No, I don't. Yeah, and I think that sinks them, right? George, like they have they have the players in front, Laporte, Alba, like they've got the guys, Garcia, like they have players to do stuff. Mm-hmm. But I just don't I just don't trust it. I think they're going to have a hard time breaking down some of the buses because like Poland, 
Slovakia and Sweden will all park the bus, all of them. And I and I really do not mind this uh, Polish club right here, this Polish lineup. Right no, now. they're good. There's some scary so names in there. They're set in net. Uh, Flappy Fabianski. Yeah. Oh no, it'll and... be it'll be it'll be Chesney, right? Exactly. It'll be Chesney and um, Lewandowski's obviously the hottest foot in the world right now. And I am a big Arkadiusz Milik man. He's. Uh, I'm gonna butcher so many of these Polish names. I'm so sorry. Yeah. No, he's. He, They've got good players, man. The Jan Bednarak's real great too at the back end. I oh, believe. Oh, Bednarak, that's right. Um, yeah, Matthias Klitsch. He's. Uh, he's. He's. Klitsch had a solid year. Yeah. So like, there are good players on this Polish team, and there's good players on Sweden too. There's good players on Sweden. Alexander Isaac, good. Marcus Berg, good. Like they're gonna park the bus and be tight. They're gonna be tight. Yeah, knows like, to Ten was tough. Did he want to play for them? He was, was he... he was ready to come out of retirement. That's tough. How do you say no to Zlatan? His um <laughs> They didn't say no. He didn't get cleared fitness-wise. Oh, what a bummer. That's tough. And, and I mean, Slovakia's got some guys too, right? Like Martin Dubrovka, Net could, could in theory, just he could just carry them. Like, he's that good on his own. Yeah. Um, you know, they've got uh, Skinner. He's, he's playing for Inter. Like, he's not like, – they've got some good guys, man. Another Minnesota United United great Jan Gregish. <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. So I I have a hard time picking. I'm gonna I'm gonna put the heart the, the the burden on you. Who's coming out of this group, dude? Okay, um, Poland is coming out of the group. You know what? I'm I've been enjoying the the uh, Spanish nightmare they've been having lately, and uh, Sweden, Polish, and Sweden. That's bold. I like it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pick Poland as well. I'm going to have to pick Spain just because of, of of my favorite player right now, Adama. If they bench him, though, just keep an eye out for that. If he's not in the squad game one, then Sweden. If Adama plays, they go through. If if no Adama, then, then no no extra games for Sweden or for, for Spain. <laughs> um. And then uh, finally, Group F, uh, the group of death, a.k.a. the Iceland Memorial Group. <laughs> this is the group that we would have been stuck in had we made it through. Uh, Hungary, obviously the headliner of that group. And then yep. some some other schmucks, Portugal, France, and Germany. This is a nightmare. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say France is getting through. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with that. They're probably still the they actually not probably definitely are still the best team on, on the planet. But somehow they've got room for uh, Musa Sissoko, who belongs there. <laughs> Come on, good player, great player. Cement blocks for feet. He doesn't Cinder need to. Blocks. Yeah, but he's he's gonna be in a midfield most likely with Paul Pogba and Nigo and and Golo Conte, who will have much better feet than he does. I'm sour about no Tongi on the team as well. I'm pretty sour. Uh, oh, well, I see that Giroud made it. I thought he wasn't going to make it. Um, but yeah, apparently he's in there. I like Giroud. He's good. He's good. Um, big question. Is it Hugo? 
in net between the sticks? Um, I think I think it is. How short of a leash does he have? I mean, I think your captain, your World Cup winning captain, has quite a big of a le- quite a big leash. I don't. I, I, I'd be surprised if he wasn't a, if he wasn't given a, a couple of gimmies. I think uh, I think they got a lot of patience for him. I think that's a deep stacked club <laughs> that um, somehow he's managed to remain at the helm of for a long time. So I think I think I think there's a long leash with with my man Hugo. All right, um, Germany. Looking real strong, uh, re- rejuvenated, rejuvenated Germany squad. Front three Very of, much so. of, of Müller, Havertz, and Werner could be scary if Timo finds a little bit of form. And even if he doesn't, if he's just making runs and opening space up for for Ilke Gundogan and Joshua Kimmich and Tony Kroos, like that's scary too. That's that's a scary team, man. They're, the Germans are scary. I still don't trust their defense. It'll be a lot of Matt. It'll still be a lot of Matt's Hummels, but yeah. I personally, uh, I, I, I think it's them. I know all. I, I know Portugal's coming with all the hype, but um, there's some. There's a lot of egos on this <laughs> in that roster now. Uh, I, I I don't see Bruno and Cristiano working that well. I don't. Know, I just hate Bruno. I hate Cristiano. Hate that team. Hope they finish in the last. Speaking of, <laughs> we come to the last team in this group, Football Club de Wolverhampton. Yeah. <laughs> not, not to not to vibe on your boys. I've got no problems with uh, Jota. I got no problems with Joe. Um, yeah, your, your guys are fine. <laughs> they're, they're not the villains. Ruben Neves, Rui Patricio. No yeah. Would have been Pedro Neto, but he blew out his knee, so that's blessed. Mm-hmm. Um, former or a future wolf, Ronaldo Sanchez. <laughs> of course. Uh, and oh, sorry, other future wolf, Gonzalo Godes. <laughs> So <laughs> been linked, been linked real strong to both of them would not be surprised if they were, if they were coming to the Midlands very, very soon. Um, I, I can't stand Portugal, even though so much of my squad is made, made up of Portuguese players. I can't stand Portugal ever since uh, in 2016, Iceland pulled out a gutty draw against Portugal and Ronaldo, Ronaldo called us a small nation with a small mentality. Get out of uh, here with that garbage. That stuff is ridiculous. He's just scared that if he had met us in the finals, he would have lost again. Brutal. Anyways, um, this team is, this team is scary too. Like yeah. there's a reason why this, this group is the group of death. It's got three teams that are legitimately horrifying. Um, Portugal is going to park the bus. They're going to play very defensive. They're going to play on the counterattack. Diogo Jota, Jao Felix, Cristiano Ronaldo up front um, with a little bit of Andre Silva. You're going to have Bruno doing Bruno things, probably winning and a gazillion penalties. Um, who takes penalties for them? Is it him or Ronaldo? Like they're both incredible at it. I don't think anyone's allowed to do anything that Ronaldo wants to do. 
which is uh, a shame because he's not a good free kick taker anymore. And he should be conceding that to Neves, who is a remarkable free kick taker. Same with Bruno. They're both incredible. Oh my God. I forgot Nelson Semedo's on this team. It's just all wolves. <laughs> it's just wolves. <laughs> it is all wolves. It's, it's like, it blows my, it's so, it's so funny when they go on international, well, it's not funny. But it's 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 striking when they go on an international break, and then there's any talk of of an exposure to COVID because <laughs> just like, all right, it's uh, Connor Cody and who else? <laughs> yeah, because it's just it's just Wolves players. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, who are you taking? Who are you picking to, to come out of this group? France, and I'm picking with my heart. Well, if I was picking with my heart, it'd be Hungary. Um, but uh, France and I, I want to see the Portuguese team implode. So I'm, I'm, I'm just uh, yeah. France and Germany, um, Ronaldo and Fernandez, their their clashing is going to be the um, it's it's going to be the story of the tournament. The bummer thing is, is like they're probably because they're they're all so strong. It probably won't be three of them coming out of this group, right? Because one of them is going to have to get shellacked probably. Yeah. Like there's no way that they can all, I don't think there's any way that they can all walk out of there with two wins. I mean, there's a potential that they all walk out with one win, one draw, one loss, right? That's a, that's a scenario that could happen. And then they all three make it, but exactly. Yeah. The group of death, the group of death rarely gets, um, it, it rarely has all three of them come out just because they, they split it. Whereas yeah. Yeah. you exactly. have a, you have a a group with two really strong teams, one okay team and one really weak team that steals a draw against the small team or against the the strong team and smokes the weak team. Yeah, so it'll be it'll be tough. Um, it also could be that North Macedonian division that is the one that makes it. So it could be three both. teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, if they if if all three teams go out there and just murder North Macedonia, then they could get you know get through on goal difference. I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me if uh, if if that Belgium group, Group B, is the one that sends three as well. Um, you know, if if they all just murder Russia. <laughs> True. Um, the real question, the one that everyone's been waiting for, is it coming home, Zach? Coming home, uh, Harry Kane, Golden Boot, Jordan um, <laughs> Pickford, the Golden Glove. He shouldn't be starting. Come on. I yeah. know he will, but he shouldn't be. I mean, with 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 Dino fading a little bit as the year went on, although I don't know, he then then he came on strong again. I think I think we all wanted Pope. I, that was the um, right choice. Yeah, it should have been Pope, but I think he got hurt, right? Yeah, he had uh, surgery of some sort. Pope Pope would have been the first choice. Um, the thing with the thing with Pickford is he he's a he's a different player. England Pickford's a different guy. Um, in in these Nations League games, he's been phenomenal. He just he finds a different level for the for the country. He's our best option with his feet, which Southgate loves. And he's yeah, just, that's a big thing. He's a he's he's a really good distributor. Very good. He can. He, he's got an absolute cannon when he wants to. Too like outside of placing the ball well, like he can. He can hoof it. Um, works with Harry Kane, right? 
Yeah. And he's just, I, I've not seen him be a moron for England yet. Like he can be so many times with Everton. I, maybe it's just because of the gravity of the games that he just is forced into being calmed down. Or maybe he's nervous enough to not do some of that weird shit. Like, well, he didn't go to Everton. He didn't go to Everton until after the World Cup, right? Or I guess right before, but he didn't play any right games before. with Everton before that, I think, right? I thought he was there a season before. Was he could he... have been. He could have been. Yeah. Well, no. Well, didn't um, didn't Sunderland sell him as they were going down? Right? I, I'm so I'm so <laughs> I'm so bad with that timeline. I just remember him going back and brawling in uh, Sunderland. 27, 2017, he moved to Everton. So yeah, he uh, okay. he played a season. Yeah. Um, but I don't like even I don't think he's bad enough that I, I don't think he's bad enough that we don't still have a, a fantastic chance. I mean, the fact that Jack Graylish might not start. He should, just, right? Like the, the strongest, the strongest eleven for, for England, I think. I mean, you could feel free to disagree the strongest uh, 11 for England in, in my mind um, regardless of goalkeeper. So pick your, pick your goalkeeper Pickford or Henderson. It's, it's, it's trips. Um, it's trips, Maguire stones. Once Maguire's healthy, otherwise Mings or Cody both feeling fine. Mm-hmm. Um, Luke Shaw. And then a, a, a middle, a middle three of um, a middle three of, of Henderson rice and Foden. And then a, a top three of of uh, of um, a top three of uh, or I guess no Foden on the left so uh, uh, either Grealish or Mount in the ten slot, and then a top three of Foden, Kane, and Sancho. I think that's the best eleven. And I think you're probably right. Um, but the fact that you can have you send out you send out that yeah. eleven, and still have. Either Jack Grealish or Mason Mount on the bench. The fact that you have Marcus Rashford and Raheem Sterling on the bench, and the fact that you still have Trent Alexander Arnold on the bench, that's a scary that's scary. No, England are good. That's, England that's are really like, good. I mean, personally, I think Jack Grealish might be the best player on this team, but he doesn't fit the team. Uh, but the thing is with these impact subs is that like if a player is not working, Sterling and mount come in and make it work exactly how it's supposed to work with a different look but the system's not working at all you bring jack Grealish to bring be a wild man you have marcus rashford come in and just run as fast as he can and stretch the stretch the back line like there's yeah exactly there's enough variety there that you that you can throw different looks at if if things completely aren't working i mean imagine that's what i I like imagine this right like you're you're portugal you're you know semifinals. It's it's nil nil in the seventy second minute, and all of a sudden here comes Jack Grealish and his a fresh Jack Grealish, and you have those tree trunk thighs running at you for the last twenty. That's horrifying. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it's a nightmare. Like, the uh, the penalty drawing capabilities if if you can get Sterling and Grealish out there for a substantial amount of time. Yeah, I mean that's the only way that Harry Kane wins the Golden Boot, right? Is if he gets six penalties. Yeah, he's probably going to get four. <laughs> I wouldn't probably doubt it. He's probably going to be. No, he's just got so much 
he's just got so much built up rage and frustration from two years of, of Josie Mourinho. He's, and then having to play for a friend of his who's younger than him. Uh, <laughs> he's, he, we're going to, we're going to see big turning. We're expecting big things. I just can't believe that Jose took a team that was in the champions league and murdered like in the champions league final. And then was just yeah. like, I want to murder this. I want to drain every ounce of life from this. Unbelievable. Um, yeah. Uh, any, any last thoughts before we wrap this up? Um, any last thoughts? I think the fighting cock is going to be the best uh, listen to company, the tournament. Um, they've been in fine form lately. Uh, they, they provide a great bit of perspective, good fan experience. Um, I think if England doesn't win, it's because of the exclusion of Dan Byrne. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, no, honestly, I, just, I, I can't wait to, to watch meaningful football again. It's been a long time. I was very spoiled by a Champions League run from Spurs. It's, it's been, uh, been a hard couple years. Um, honestly, like the, tr- the, trippier, the trippier free kick against Croatia was one of the most joyful <laughs> moments of my entire life. The thought of getting to experience something like that again. I, I just can't wait. Like I could, I couldn't be more giddy. Uh, it's been, been a, been a rough, rough couple of years for the whole world. Sports have been Tell okay. They've been weird. No fans players struggling how to figure out how to tackle social issues. Soccer almost getting completely ruined. It's just nice to have some just pure unadulterated good ass football. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think France win, but I, it wouldn't shock me if Portugal, Germany, England, or the Netherlands won. I don't think without without De Bruyne, if he's out, I don't think that Belgium really has that much of a chance. It wouldn't actually shock me if uh, if Italy did it either. You know what? That's going to be my pick. I think uh, I think the Azuri get it done. Interesting. Yeah, I'm picking. I'm picking it to come home. <laughs> well, um, I guess. I guess I should reveal. I I I don't like to have sporting events where I'm not cheering for at least somebody, especially big ones like this. Yeah. Um, obviously, my 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 love, uh, my my home country, Iceland, not in this tournament. Couldn't manage to make it happen, which I understand. The golden generation's done. We we had our fun. We we ruined England's dreams. That was a good time. <laughs> um, so I I think I'll cheer with you. I think I'll cheer for England. Three lines. Let's right. go. Let's go. That's all I've needed. That's all that's been preventing it from coming home. We were one set of positive vibes away. It's coming home, baby. <laughs> Zach, you got anything to plug? Um, no. Well, yeah, maybe. I'm putting out a putting out a zine of uh, short stories in sometime this summer that I'm gonna sell for cheap, and I'll mail to you if you want one. And uh, I'm going to donate all the proceeds to Sunshine House and back in Winnipeg. And awesome. um, yeah, it's called Pub Breakfast. And uh, putting some finishing touches on, getting, getting a mate to draw it. Uh, yeah, just kind of just, just a zine, just a self-release thing. 
Um, it's been so long between Sawyer 2 and Sawyer 3. I need something a little different to kind of kick my ass. And uh, yeah, stay tuned for Sawyer 3. <laughs> we, every time you come on, you're like, hey, the next time I'm on here, we'll be talking about Sawyer 3. One of these days, uh, it's going yeah. to end up being like Duke Nukem forever. <laughs> I know. The, uh, the materials are slowly getting... Uh, slowly getting acquired the, the songs are nearing completion so we're uh there's progress there, there's more progress than there's ever been <laughs> can't wait zach thank you so much i i love having you on it's always it's always one of my favorite shows whenever you're on you're basically the co-host at this point so thanks so much for joining <laughs> me man yeah no problem it was a pleasure all right hey this is chris jericho from Fozzie, and you're listening to umfm 101.5 don't change the channel or i will cry profusely
right on, right on. I hope you enjoyed that uh, that interview. So the tracks that followed and the tracks that preceded. I've got a brand new split from bands that have frequented this show. In fact, one that I've interviewed on this show. Uh, it's a it's a split. Came out on the 28th of May from uh, Golfer. Of course, really good friends of the show, Golfer. And um, we had David on this show once upon a time. Go back in the archives and, and check out the interview that on that. And uh, Charmer. Another great band. It's just called The Golfer and Charmer Split. Track from Golfer called Look. Track from Charmer called Diamond Sprinkler. We're going to check out those two tracks. You're listening to The Pity Party UMFM. 
keep calling me. He'll keep calling me until I come over. He'll make me feel guilty. This is, uh, this is ridiculous, okay? I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, with, I'll go. Gordy. going to continue to roll along here with some more great tracks or some more great bands lizzie farrell better with boy genius bite the hand gonna finish it off with go outside from uh pity party favorites rat boys you're listening to the pity party umfm 101.5 
Okay, that does it for me here today on The Pity Party. I really hope you enjoyed the episode. Big shout out and thank you to Zach um, for for coming and joining me and chatting footy and hanging out with me. Thank you for all hanging out with me too. It's been a good time. I'm going to end the show with a bunch of 90s rock tracks that I've just, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I've just been vibing on 90s alt rock lately. So enjoy these tracks to go out on. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm going to let you uh, enjoy them as they come up. So thank you all for joining me here today. You're all wonderful people, and I love you all. Stay safe out there. Trouble with the world is we're too busy to think about it all. Like, why is there rebel playing here from the state house walls? Hearing this shit about here it is not here Time to make the world a better place Why must we hit one another Well no matter what we gotta live together Just cause you don't look like me Tell me what do you say when we pass on the street What do you wanna say
flesh and bone Now types of silicone She's touch, smell, sight, taste and sound But somehow I can't believe That anything should happen I know where I belong And nothing's gonna happen Nothing's gonna happen